0: Hello, Aston Villa fans. Welcome to the Villa Forever Podcast. This is the AVFC weekly recap. I am really getting very close to 700 subscribers, so please subscribe. Subscribing doesn't cost anything, it's completely free, and it will keep growing in the channel. So like and share this video as well while well, it's been a week of ups and downs this week but in the end it's ended on a massive high which i'm so happy about before i get into sheffield united win we'll come back to that in a bit but let's get the negative out the way first let's get that talking point first I don't want to talk about it too much though, because I don't want to put yesterday on a downer after such a good result. So let's talk about Tuesday night then. Aston Villa's unbeaten Premier League home run comes to an end at Villa Park. And the impressive run lasted since last February 2023. It was an incredible record. And it, it's something that well, I'll never forget. It's absolutely amazing. But I just think of this Newcastle match. Newcastle with a better team on the night. There's just no complaints. But fair play to Eddie Howe. Tactically, Eddie Howe's going plan did definitely work. Newcastle pressed us a well physically outmatched us and they kept winning the second balls so we struggled to cope with that Newcastle were very competitive and I do think as well with, with Newcastle's front three with Isaac Murphy and Gordon's pace did cause us a lot of problems and we seem to struggle with teams we play against who play the ball against us. They try to catch up that high line, which is something I'm sure Emery will rectify. And we wasn't dominant with our passing in the Newcastle game, which wasn't like us. I just think Aston Villa had a bad day at the office. But it's a good job that this defeat happened. We We needed this defeat to give us a reaction, a reality check. So that was a good thing. But sometimes during the season, you're going to get little blips and performances like this. Forgot the best teams. Don't always play perfect. But it's about showing character and fighting spirit. Even am we always finds a solution to improve. we, We always seem to lose one game. but We don't really go a losing run, which is a positive. We seem to bounce back, which is a very good sign. Well, enough of talking about Newcastle game. Let's talk about last night's victory. Last night, it was a five-star performance from Aston Villa. And it was a tactical master plan. But you know, Emery, it's 5-0. I mean, yesterday was a fantastic day. The day couldn't have got any better, really. I went to the cinema to watch Argyle. Seen April as a sexist boy. They're winning in five nil. What more could you want? So that win yesterday topped my day off. That's what you call a reaction. I'll tell you what: with this five nil win. It's really going to help the goal difference out. Because now in the Premier League, our goal difference is nineteen plus. And we're back in the top four now above Spurs, so that that's where we want to stay in that top four. But yeah, but always knew we wasn't going to go on a losing run. You know, like Emery always comes up with the answers, and we always bounce back. The good teams keep fighting. This performance was absolutely perfect. Everything we touch turned to gold. But well, I it I'm going to use a comparison here. This performance reminded me of Prime pet Guardiola, Barcelona team, with Chavi Iniesta, Sergio Buschett, and Lionel Messi. That's how good this performance was. The Aston Villa fans were treated. To an absolute goal fest and even after i watch the game i watch the highlights of, of match a match today and i can watch those goals over and over again i really, really enjoyed them i've had to pick up my, my, my favourite two goals for me it has to be the Watkins goal it was a typical striker's finish and in the build up to the goal, it was an absolute class pass with precise accuracy for Douglas Luiz. He's a wonderful footballer. And we're playing wonderful football. But with Douglas Lewis, he just gets better and better. No wonder he's back in the Brazil squad. And also, Douglas Luiz contributed to the opening job again goal as well so I would give the the first half man of the match if I had to pick anybody but it was a wise decision by Emery to take him off Erna, as Louise, is one of our crucial to regular first-team players also it's nice to see rider. And Yuri Tillemans and the score sheet as well. With Yuri Turnemans, he never scores tappings. If we go back to his Leicester City days, he really likes to score long range goals. Always scores absolute weldies. And Alex Mariner, He enjoys scoring an away goal as well. It wasn't that long ago but he scored against Brentford in the wide game, but he really took his goal well. The goalkeeper had no chance. So I was, I was very impressed So easily easily obtained passed the ball to each other. Because Sheffield United were very poor. They were awful. And I wouldn't to be those Sheffield United players to the dressing room after the end of the game. Chris Wilder will be furious. I no disrespect to Sheffield United, but I think they're not good enough to stay in the Premier League. I do think Sheffield United will go down. So um, Sheffield United didn't put us under any pressure at all. It was just too easy. And Douglas Lewis not given us control in the midfield. So yeah, he's one of my favourite players with her. But Douglas, Louise and Watkins I annoyed that they both have very good understanding of each other's game. and they cut very well together. Well, actually, Jamie Redner did mention it on Sky Sports last night. But it's just wonderful to watch. But in this match, only Watkins kids deserve the man, the match. Being Watkins kids absolutely magnificent. He didn't stop running. He worked very hard for the team, and he he always contributed very well. And this guy, he was he was contributing again. He's always getting involved. His hold-up play was very good. Held the ball up very well his work on and off the ball was very good also made some excellent runs getting in some decent positions and I think if Watkins keeps playing w- w- the way he's doing it he's got a real good chance getting in the England squad for the Euros in Southgate England squad for the summer as long as he keeps consistent and avoid injury before carry on it's what i've got to mention before that there was a VAR incident which which was disallowed to sheffield United. um i'll tell you what the other team and the defenders just celebrated it like a goal and it was a real relief he kept the clean sheet but with that dislike, go I felt sorry for Sheffield United. That that just summed up their day. So, now I'm going to mention about Leon Bailey, though. He started this game, which I was pleased about. I did mention it on my previous podcast that Leon Bailey should start. And I got that one right. If we could plan out Leon Bailey, in my opinion, these needs to be starting every week. And he's become a real crucial player. And part of Illinois Emory's Austin Villa. His pace caused Sheffield United a lot of problems. Every time he showed his trickery and burst of speed, that's so become a crucial part Especially during the season as well. And his goal was sensational. And I think Leon Bailey, he reminded me of most, Sarah. He cut inside. She you not know, if defenders didn't expect it. And you just knew that that was going to fly into the top corner. So bang in the back of the net. Well, one more thing to mention apart from this match we were very solid at the back and we were very comfortable martinez there's nothing nothing much to do but i personally think esri contzer has has adapted very well to the right back position i think we actually played better with esri contzer plays right back because the players are comfortable with the ball at the feet. And Constant can drive the team forward. I, mean, I do like Matty Cash as well, but he gives us something a little bit different. So it gives a bit of competition for Matty Cash. And it pushes the four-backs more into a wing-back position, pushing them further forward. And I think longer, that. And Carlos are very reliable. Well, slightly longer though. A few times. But he's a good backup. To Paul Torres. And he has put a good shift in. They're I mean, playing up from the back very comfortably. I mean, I'm absolutely over the moon. With his performance. It's beautiful football. It's lovely to watch. So, we deserve to be back in the top four. And i just so relieved for Everton yesterday got a late 94th minute equaliser to make it 2 2. So, that result went our way as well. So, watch out, Spurs. we mean business? Do we have a lot of crucial fixtures coming up, including the FA Cup? Premier League and conference league is coming up soon as well so I'll probably go to a few of them conference league matches the knockout stages that will be back in March so we have a lot of fixtures so I think it was a very wise decision but you know emory Mike in the substitutions earlier which was good thinking from Emery's point of view so it's giving the first team regulars a little rest so let's not forget they applied a lot of minutes so even though towards the end of the Sheffield United go to be fair we did take our foot off the gas but, it, but it's understandable but why Emery did that it's almost giving other players a good run out which is needed Well, we are almost getting towards the end of the podcast. But before we finish, let's quickly talk about the transfer window. In the transfer window, we saw a few youngsters, which which is shown with Ula Emery, launching the owners and the board to have a plan for the future. Because with this team, we're mixing youth with experience. But as well as this, this is not long term financial benefits, especially if we sell talents, do become fantastic footballers. But if we sell them, say, in the future, we can get very really good profits. Which shows we are taking financial fair play very seriously, and this has long-term sustainability for the football club. Well, let's go through the players who we saw in this transfer window. We signed saw, we saw the Jelkovic, Morgan Rogers. We saw the Australian goalkeeper, Gautier, and a Liverpool youngster, Sousa. Plus, in the last few days, ended up being busy in the transfer window. The transfer window shut on the, on the 1st of February. But on the last night of the window, we saw Rodgers. I mean, he's an interesting signing. But I trust Eli Emery's decision and judgment. And let's remember, he's still very young. And I think he has true potential. But I completely trust Emery with his transfers. And the fans need to give, it, I give him complete trust. So I think with Emery as well, he's improved so many players. And I think with Rogers, Emory could take Rogers to the next level. And he's a good up in case Watkins gets injured. Which is what he's always thinking. We signed Morgan Rogers from Middlesbrough for 16 million. But let's hope he's worth it. And also he's from Hales, Owen. I mean, so he's a local boy and he wears a number 27 shirt so welcome to Villa Park Rogers and I'm going to use a comparison as well but he looks like Motkin's brother brother from another mother so that was a very positive weekly recap I feel fantastic and all of you celebrating tonight with a beer, with a bottle of But that is all that is left for this week's weekly recap. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Up the villa.